are called, but few are chosen. It's a calling, you know, the one you can't ignore, the one that creeps up at your door at 2 a.m. and reminds you to study for your human anatomy quiz do it for. Welcome to season two of Melanin in Healthcare. I am your host, Ivy, and on this podcast, we strategically give resourceful strategies to implement into your journey as a pre-med or med student. Before we begin, make sure you are following Melanin in Healthcare and stay tuned because we are starting a YouTube channel very soon. Today, we are going to talk about careers in medicine. As always, we're going to break this episode down into sections. The first sections are going to be about the MD slash PhD program, the MD slash JD route, MD slash MPH route, and the MD slash MBA route. Then we're going to discuss the different careers that you can do in medicine, such as academics in medicine, private practice, medical journalists, hospitalists, getting certified to do Botox, creating your own teaching business, telehealth, being a CEO, medicine in another country, concierge medicine, and rural health. If you like what you hear so far, make sure you are following us on Instagram at Melanin in Healthcare. To begin, let's talk about MD slash PhD programs. What are they? MD slash PhD programs is an eight-year science and research plus medicine program. What this means is that for four years, you will be in medical school. In another four years, you will be doing your PhD program. The PhD program consists of research-related topics such as endocrinology, cancer, genetics, and many other programs. The way it works at most universities is that the first two years, you will be studying medicine with your peers. After second year, you will start your four years of research in your desired area of research and then afterwards complete your last two years of medical school. Some MDPH students go on to become professors and even deans at universities, while others make an unspoken agreement that they will never do research again. However, this degree is specifically for those who want to become research physicians. As an MD, PhD student, you can still enter residency of any specialty of your choice. According to the AAMC website, most MD, PhD students enter into the fields of pathology or pediatrics. However, some students also enter into residency fields of neurology, psychiatry, radiology, radiation oncology, and even surgery and surgical specialties, according to the AAMC website. Let's talk about the MD slash JD program, okay? An MD slash JD program is very rare, but today more students are entering into these programs. The MD JD program is a joint medical and law program which takes six years. The way this program works is that to get in, you have to take the MCAT and the LSAT. This program is specifically designed for students who want to integrate medicine and law together. One noticeable program for JDMD programs happens to be at the University of Pennsylvania. Their curriculum consists of the first two years studying medicine, and during the second year, you must complete a summer semester. The last three years are spent studying law. 
the sixth year consists of medicine. Some careers that can be done with this program is a forensic pathologist. It is important to know that it may be possible to practice medicine. It may be impossible to practice medicine and law at the same time. Hence why lots of doctors eventually leave their career to become lawyers. And some lawyers leave their career to become doctors. But if you know that eventually you want to do both, the MDJD program may be just for you. There are about 21 MDJD programs in the U.S., You have to keep in mind that you have to take the USMLE Step 1 and 2 along with the final exam to receive a law degree as well. Let's talk about the MD-MPH program. An MD-MPH program is combined medicine and masters of public health. This is generally a five-year program, but each school varies. The purpose of this program is for students who have interest in policymaking, research, disease prevention, hospital administration, and much, much more. During this program, you can understand how medicine and public health are interconnected and understanding health disparities. One great MD-MPH program is the University of California. Their program focuses on underserved populations and multicultural communities. Next, the MD slash MBA route. This is the most popular route that students take. MD, MBA is medicine combined with a master's of business administration. This is particularly for students who have desires to start their own business one day. This is generally a five to six year route. Most programs allow you to do medical school and then get your MBA and then residency. There are endless opportunities with this route. Although it's not really required that you get your MBA, it's always great to have it. This route creates lots of leaders in the field of medicine. Now that you have made it this far, make sure that you're following Melanin in Healthcare on Instagram. Next section, we're going to discuss the different routes you can take in medicine. The first route is academics. Academics consist of being a professor at a university or residency program or both. Academics also deals with research at some universities. Research is very important and going into academics means you will be doing research a big portion of the time. Physicians who choose this route of academics generally have a lower salary than those who choose private practice or hospital. The advantages of going into academics is that you have a better family, career, life balance. It's also important to note that some physicians who are in academics also have their own business or have their own practice and some even work at the hospital. It all depends. Let's talk about private practice, my favorite. Private practice doctors are generally those who own their own practice in their specific specialty. Private practice is not for everyone. It is for those who are leaders, risk takers, and bosses. 17% of physicians own their own private practice. Private practice is not easy. It's only for those who are willing to look at things from the business side of things. Private practice is not limited to any specialty, but according to studies, physicians who go into pediatrics and family medicine equate for the most private practice businesses. Key things to look at when starting private practice is your specialty, geographic location, and the many different paths to ownership. 
Geographic location is very important. Less populated areas are the best because it means less competition and more patience. There are many different paths to ownership. One way is solar entrepreneurship. This means that you own it all by yourself. This is good for those who don't like to be told what to do. Maybe they're not good at cooperating with others. This is totally fine. Remember, medicine careers and specialties is all about your personality. For instance, someone who is very joyful may enjoy a career in pediatrics, while someone who likes to work with their hands may be a great orthopedic surgeon. On this podcast, we heavily promote entrepreneurship. However, we support whatever decision you decide to make. To add, you either start your own practice or create an already established practice from a physician. Another path to ownership is the group setting. This generally means that more than one person owns the practice. Group practice are a bit easier but can still be difficult with different personalities. With group practice, the pros are that all the financial expenses are split, the responsibilities are split, and perhaps you can create your own schedule. Salaries for private practice really varies. It depends on geographical location and your patients and your specialty. Some additional benefits of private practice is that you are the boss. You are the hiring manager, the accountant, the contract negotiator, and everything else. If you are a great decision maker, you can easily and quickly make decisions. The cons of this is that your salary is not really set. Another con is paperwork. The amount of paperwork eventually becomes very, very stressful. The best tip to running a private practice is to always have a few passive income businesses just to fall back on. Remember, the average millionaire has seven sources of income. For more information about the business side of running a private practice, read Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kayoski, who goes into details about the different type of business, about which type of business a private practice falls into. To continue, let's talk about being a medical journalist. Medical journalists are physicians who relay medical information to the general public about a variety of issues. Typically, medical journalists fall into these categories. Medical communications, scientific writing, and writing for related careers. The career path could be very tricky and it's best to start your own independent business with going this route. One prime example of a medical journalist is a doctor by the name of Dr. Renee Matthews. I first heard about her when watching Dr. Antonio's web interview with her. She actually got a career started with her own radio show called Reach MD, which has, <coughs> which was a medical broadcast for health professionals. One of her biggest areas of topic is asthma. She is also a health blogger for blackdoctorsorg.com and Good Enough Mother. As you can see, she had to start a radio show for herself. Medical journalists typically have a love for writing, medicine, and science. Without the love of one, it may be hard to continue in a career in this field. The salary of a medical journalist ranges anywhere from 40k to 80k. Of course, geographical location plays a role. I would like to add that if you have a desire to become a medical journalist and only a medical journalist, you don't necessarily have to go into residency. Just keep that in mind.
Now, let's talk about being a hospitalist. A hospitalist is one that works in the hospital. Now, if you say it like that, it sounds very easy, but what if I told you it was more complex than that? Hospitalists are responsible for treating many conditions. They examine patients, prescribe medications, order x-rays, diagnostic tests, and much, much more. Hospitalists are not internists, popular, contrary to popular belief. Hospitalists are generally internal medicine physicians. Some hospitalists work for seven days straight and then have seven days off. Some hospitalists are part-time. Some work three days on and three days off. It simply depends on the hospital and the geographical location. Let's talk about the International Association for Physicians in Aesthetic Medicine. To become a certified to become certified to do Botox, you must be a healthcare professional and you must meet the requirements and pass the state examination. No matter what specialty you're in, you can become certified to do Botox. Awesome. Next, we're going to discuss creating your own teaching business. Learning a skill is in a high demand. As a future physician, you have so much to offer. Creating a teaching business is great for passive income if you pre-record the videos ahead of time for viewers to watch at their own pace. One great business to start is a business on how to write a personal statement, how to successfully navigate through interviews. You can even do one-on-one -on -one mentoring, life coaching, business classes on how to start a private practice. One great example of turning your career into a business is a school in Georgia called Cumberland Medical Institute. I went there to get my CNA training. The owners were actually nurse practitioners. Cumberland Medical Institute teaches courses for CNAs, medical assistants, phlebotomy, dialysis tech, and much, much more. This is perfect for physicians who want to teach but do not want to teach in a university setting. Remember, if you aren't invited to the table, create one yourself. From moving on to the next career, let's discuss telehealth. Telehealth will soon be the future. Let's take a break, guys. is when you visit your doctor virtually. This is a wonderful career business opportunity. Physicians who hate the hospital setting find private practice to be burdensome and have low patience for academics. Telehealth is simply a virtual visit with your patients. Telehealth and telemedicine are similar but not the same. Telemedicine is clearly for medical doctors, while telehealth is not limited to just physicians but merely any healthcare providers. The benefits of telehealth is your patients can receive care in their pajamas. You heard that right. They won't have to get dressed to come visit you. This makes patients with anxiety or depression less likely to cancel. If possible, the patient could receive help after hours from other employees. It's lower cost for patients. This is especially for great for patients who live in low-income areas, patients who have lots of children and have a hard time to find a babysitter, patients who work a lot and can't afford to take off. You can get help from physicians who aren't close by. This is especially great for the so-called 13% of the population who only have access to 6% of doctors. 
With telehealth, now you have a better selection to choose from doctors who look like them. The type of help that patients can generally get from telehealth include general care like wellness visits, prescriptions for medicine, dermatology, skin care, eye exams, nutrition counseling, mental health counseling, urgent care conditions such as sinus, UTIs, and common rashes. With every pro, there are cons to this method. One being that patients may not feel the emotional depth that they should feel. The telehealth physician may not have the patient's medical records, which will cause confusion and some health insurances might not cover it. With COVID-19, telehealth is becoming the new norm. The next career we're going to discuss is being a CEO and becoming a physician part-time. Let's face it, if you have shadowed or even talked to a few physicians, their biggest complaint is that they never have time to spend with their family. So, a solution to this is to create a business with the money you have earned so far in your physician career and then work part-time as a physician. This ensures that you will always have income along with doing what you love. One example could be starting a cosmetic line. Another career that most overlook is that you can take your medical degree and start a company in another country. Doctors are doing it all the time. Lots of American doctors are fleeing to the UK to practice medicine there, according to an article titled, American Doctors Find Better Work and Play in Britain. According to studies, doctors move to the UK for a better work-life balance. However, the pay is lower in UK, ranging anywhere from 50k to 70k. There are a few barriers to this, such as filling out paperwork and a few things that will require some research. Some doctors even flock to Mexico or the Dominican Republic to practice medicine there. They are in search for an easier life, according to experts. Remember that before moving to another country, do as much research as possible because what works for some may not work for you at all. Let's talk about concierge doctors. Concierge doctors are 24-7 doctors. They are the doctors that are one phone call away, literally. They don't take insurance and require out-of-pocket pay. Very interesting, right? Some concierge doctors take a payment of $125 to $220 a month. Some even higher. This doctor is clearly for the wealthy. To succeed as a concierge doctor, you would have to live in a wealthy area or your target audience would have to be the wealthy. One benefit of this position is that you can and you will build a stronger relationship with your patients because you know them personally. They become like family. The cons of this action is that you do risk losing your patients. They are not obligated to stay with you because you have fewer patients, their expectations are higher. Last but not least, let's discuss rural health. Rural health medicine is for those who have a desire to work in underserved populations. In states like Alabama and Mississippi, rural health is needed, not wanted. Once again, rural health is needed, not wanted. Did you know only 17% of physicians are rural health physicians? A lot of times, if you work at a certain hospital for 10 years, they will help cover your financial aid burden in exchange for being a rural health physician. 
The areas that need help improving for rural health include the lack of support for the elderly, uninsured patients, chronic illness, and low income. Rural health physicians are needed more than ever. Rural health is not specifically just for the residents of Alabama and Mississippi. There is a rural health community in every state, in every country. If there is the city, there is rural somewhere else in that state. So just be very, very mindful. To conclude, we discuss the MD-PhD route, MD and PH route, MD, MBA route, MDJD route. Then we briefly discuss the different careers such as academics, private practice, medical journalists, hospitalists, getting certified to do Botox, creating your own teaching business, telehealth, concierge medicine, and rural health. Remember, remember, remember that there are many paths in medicine. Don't confine yourself to what society says you must be doing. Being a doctor is a higher calling. Have fun, enjoy your journey, and spread the knowledge. Excuse me. Have fun, enjoy your journey, and spread the knowledge with others. Remember. Remember, this is one path, not the path. Winners never quit, and quitters never win. With confidence, you have won before you have started. Your biggest obstacle is your thoughts. Control your thoughts and you control your world. Never give up on something that you can't go a day without thinking about. Our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The best way to succeed is to try one more time. Thank you for listening to episode 2, season 2, Careers in Medicine. For more education, inspiration, and representation, stay tuned for episode number 3. And follow us on Melanin in Healthcare.